Fight the Flighters, we are back once again. I told you I was coming back, and I did. Now can you trust me? I hope so. Thank you all for tuning in again. I am here with an amazing guest. She broke in the back door. Psych, no, that was me. <laughs> Psych, no, that was me. I am here with a, a really good friend, also a very astute, very intelligent person, and a very funny person, too. You're pretty funny. Like, oh, you give me you. a run for my money every now and again. Uh, it's I been a while. Uh, look well. Glad you're doing well. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. Uh, and she was right on time, too, folks. She was right on time. I mean, almost to the second. Almost pissed me off. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> you think you're more punctual than me? Is that what it is? I'm not sure. Is but, it if you're on time, you're late? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's That's what they say. That's what they say. I was late to my own session, so I don't know, you know what I'm doing here. But thank you all for tuning in again. Fight the Flighters. We are here. Uh, check out the merch. We got the website. You know, um, We appreciate you all. You know, Still pandemic time. Thank you to Huga Studios again for at least opening it up You know, for people to come in and record their podcasts uh, you know, and just do what, they, do what they do best, right? I would like to introduce you all to the myth, the legend. Brittany Blackhurst. Thank you. For, thank you for coming in. Brittany, Brittany, thank you. How are you? I had to give you the horns. What an introduction. Absolutely. I really appreciate that. I put you up on a pedestal. <laughs> I know. I know. Big shoes to fill now. A lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. No, no, none at all. None at all. So how have you been? How are things going? What's life like? Yeah. Um, things have been going good. Okay. Um, of course, like pandemic and everything mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, for a while there, I wasn't doing research. And okay. then now I've started doing research again. Right. And um, my PhD lab mm -hmm. at UNC Charlotte. Okay. And besides that, uh, you know, it has been like kind of hard and trying mm -hmm. to figure things out. And yeah. I had like a friend pass away. Oh, I'm sorry to and, hear that. Um, Very sorry to hear that. Yeah. And so like trying to, you know, just make sure you keep your head up and keep your... Uh, golden right. line while right. going through all this. Was that in relation to um, COVID? Um, or was it a byproduct maybe? Or Yeah, um, um, he lived in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. he was like a close childhood friend. Okay. And uh, I hadn't been keeping as good a contact mm -hmm. with him mm -hmm. once the pandemic started and everything. Sure, sure. So um, I think, you know, definitely the isolation probably didn't help if you're going through like any kind of yeah. depression and anxiety. Yeah, absolutely You know, not. of course. But right, right. Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, condolences to his family as well, yeah. for sure. So uh, you... You kind of skipped right on by it. You just, you, you touched the water, but you didn't jump in. We're going to jump in. <laughs> so a PhD student. Yeah. Who are you, young lady? I know, right? Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I need to know more. I need to know more. Right. Tell me more. Yeah. So mm -hmm. first I started out um, nursing the last time right. I saw you. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't, uh, I wasn't trying hard enough. I don't think I was taking it serious enough. Mm -hmm. And I didn't pass the nursing mm -hmm. program. Sure. From there, you know, I really had to assess, like, what I wanted to do with my life. What's my purpose? Absolutely. Oh, you've been listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher's pet. How dare you? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So after that. I was also helping a woman that has Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Shout out, Deb. Hey, Deb. Um, and so uh, I definitely wanted to find more answers to people's problems and right. especially along the lines of Alzheimer's. Okay. Seeing what uh, the families have to go through and everything. Definitely. Yeah. So I went back to school for biology mm -hmm. and I found myself doing a lot better, um, even though I was I didn't feel like I was trying harder because mm -hmm. I, I wanted to do more work got you. and wanted got you. to be there. Right. I ended up making a lot of connections with different professors mm -hmm. and uh, graduate students and okay. getting involved in a virology lab. Okay. Um, so then we were engineering viruses to uh, selectively target cancer cells. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you're blowing... Me out of the water and everyone else I know out of the water. No, but on a serious note, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing. And also what I what I think is amazing, um, 
or what I know is amazing. America, we got to fix these words, the thanks, the, the, the trying, the whatever. We're going to kick those words out. Right. And luck, I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm petitioning to get luck into, to become a curse word. Not, <laughs> look, there's no luck. Right. There's no luck involved anyway. But all right. I, I heard get this quote I really like is that mm-hmm. luck tends to favor the prepared. Hmm. I always think about that quote. Yep. You got the horns again. <laughs> yep. You just did that. You yeah. just did that. I love it. I love that quote. So uh, when you were speaking in terms of virology lab, is that what that is? Yeah. That what, okay. Yeah. Virology. So it's just uh, the study of viruses. The study of viruses. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so. You, you first started uh, speaking about, you know, nursing and you were, you know, nursing school and then, you know, you didn't do that well in nursing school and then you kind of changed course. And then when you, you know, kind of switched, uh, transitioned or pivoted, if you will, to something that was, I guess, more near and dear to your, your heart in a way, but also it's just like in reference to the purpose, right? I think that, and, you've, and you're doing amazing with the PhD and everything like that. Was it solely because you knew you finally found something that was for you? Like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. And it made you work even harder and grind even harder. And, you know, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think that when I was younger, I was never like the straight A student. And I mm-hmm. was never the, like, I never would have saw myself trying to get a PhD. You right. know, I would have laughed at myself. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I definitely think that kind of mindset made me think that I wasn't even smart enough to even try to do that. Okay. And so I kind of um, already X'd that off the table before even trying it, even though it sounded interesting. Right. And then so I went I went with nursing and then Mm -hmm. life experiences happened Mm -hmm. and nursing is hard as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very difficult. Um, But, you know, it's yeah, like like you were saying, it's Mm -hmm. more difficult to go down a road that you're trying to make fit into right. your life versus right. that you feel like a passion for right and you feel like you have no choice but to you know figure something out for absolutely. yourself absolutely absolutely uh shout out to all the nurses um hey mom yes she's a nurse as well Definitely. and uh shout out to everyone in the, the the medical field we appreciate you all thank you all for doing what you're doing uh it is mm-hmm. i mean it, it's amazing and much needed um, who knows where we would be without you all? We, I mean, shoot, I can't even think about it. Can't even imagine it. But there's something I got to touch on that you said a few moments ago. As you continued on, it really sat with me. It was before you uh, started the PhD program, right? Mm. You stated very quickly, like, uh, I didn't even like, I didn't think I was smart enough to do something like that. Yeah. So wh- wh- by you saying that, it, it resonated with me because there's so many people, myself included. We will cage ourselves every single day. We will say, I can't do that automatically. And then the funny part about it is, or the ironic part is that we say it before we even try it. Mm-hmm. So we automatically put ourselves like we, so I, I did this little motivational video, right? Um, a few months ago or whatever, right? Uh, well, I was, I really just did the voiceover. I paid someone on Fiverr to do the video. Let's be honest here. Okay. We're, it's, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. 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 So, but what it was, um, essentially was, was about that. The guy did a great job. I can't remember his name, um, but shout out to you, wherever you are, somewhere in Germany, I believe. But, uh, it was really, I was saying that we, we become our own wardens of our own jail and that jail is tailor made and fitted for us only. And we lock ourselves in. Mm-hmm. And then we don't realize that the whole time while we're in the cell and we're rotting away and our goals are sitting just outside of it, mm-hmm. we, we don't realize that we have the keys to unlock that cage we are in right on our hip. They're hanging right by the hip, just like they would be for a warden because we are our own warden. Right. And the jail is it's a one of one. It's only for one person, you, yourself. We build those things for ourselves because uh, and this is this is really what the podcast is about. Fight the flight is uh, you got to speak life into yourself as well, and you have to you have to keep negativity in the I, I've never done this, so I'm not going to try it. And you got to let that stuff go, especially before you give it, even give it a chance, right? Mm-hmm. Because you will, before you know it, be boxed in and locked into a cage that you created, yeah. right? And it becomes exponentially harder to get out of that cage the longer you sit in it, all the while not realizing that your keys are right on your hip to get you out, right? Mm-hmm. 
So your mind has to change. Your mind will unlock the door. And that's what happened. It's what I feel is what happened with you. Your mind unlocked the door and then you got out and then you went plumb crazy and PhD and everything and turned all the, I mean, you really, I mean, like it's excelled at an amazing level. And thank you. And I mean, of course, if you, someone on the outside, like myself being on the outside, you know, a, a friend of yours, like if you were to say like, like, do you think I could do like be a PhD? Hell yes. You what? Yeah. I already thought you were. I didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right? Because uh, so people on the outside can, they can see it sometimes when we can't, right? And we need them as well. To, but we have to, we have to be able to visualize it for ourselves because we are the ones that put us in, put ourselves in the cage. So we have to change our mindset to get ourselves out of the cage, right? So, and a lot of people do that. I have, I have a, a few friends, you know, that they put themselves in cages, yeah. right? I'm not going to really, mm. <laughs> Yeah, medi- mediocrity. Here I come. Yeah. Right. And I'm yeah. like, hey, look, if that's what you really want to do, but mm-hmm. and I talk to them all. They get so tired of me because I, I'm ridiculously positive and optimistic. Like they get, I get tired of myself. I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like ah, like <laughs> come on. All right, cool. It's Sunday. It's raining like hell. Like just stop. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I say it all the time. I'm like, look, you know, you do how much, do how much power you hold in you. Right. Do you know how much purpose you have? Right. You just have to get, you have to jump off the porch, right? Absolutely. You got to unlock the door, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's really important. We have to and we can we can speak life into other people all day long. Mm-hmm. Right? Do as I say, not as I do, right? right? Yeah. Right. You cl- look clean up your room. Yeah. Even though mine's messy as hell, but that look, don't worry about what I'm doing, right? Yeah. That's kind of how <laughs> that's kind of how life is. It's how it is. Yeah. Um we got to we got to speak life into ourselves too. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, it's it's done wonders for you. I mean, this is that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I didn't just like wake up one day and decide like, you know what? I think I'm going to change my entire outlook on life. Let's sure. Go, sure. Know? Right. 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 It's Tuesday <laughs> morning. Like, right. 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 <laughs> like, right. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I definitely I started listening to uh, motivational podcasts mm-hmm, and motivational mm-hmm, videos mm-hmm. on YouTube and finding mm-hmm. um, people that I like, uh, fed off of and sure. drive that from. And then. I yeah. started writing down uh, my goals every day mm. as, if I, as if I've already done them. Mm. And so That's like, powerful. Right. And it started out like I, like I remember one of my first, like the first goals I had was I haven't had a speeding ticket in five years. Right. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Doing well. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've reached that goal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shout out. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> horns again. <laughs> horns again for safe driving. Right. Safe driving horns. You get the horns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it started, you know, I have jobs that are aligned mm-hmm. with my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, you know, I, and then it'd be, okay, I got a PhD uh, position mm-hmm. in a lab. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, I saw, I was like meeting all these goals and I was like, oh my gosh. Right. Like, I've almost felt like if I wrote anything down on that piece of paper every day, mm-hmm. every morning when I woke up, mm-hmm. that it would, like, I was manifesting it. Like it would come true. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? It's powerful. That is supremely important. You can visualize your goals, supposed to do that. Yeah. You can speak about your goals, supposed to do that. You know, right? That's a part of it too. This is um this is a gumbo. This mm-hmm. success thing, this uh purpose thing. Yeah. It's a gumbo. It's a lot of ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. But all are necessary for it to taste properly, right? If not, it's gonna taste like swamp water <laughs> with Cayenne pepper, something like that, right? <laughs> so you need those things as well. But when you said I had to, I wrote these things down, mm-hmm. and then you took it a step further and you said I wrote these things down as if I had already accomplished them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that really, really resonated with me too because it's so true. Because what you what you did, and this is my my opinion, when you did that, you know, how people say fake it till you make it, right? Right. There's a lot in that. Look, first off, you know, especially dealing with dealing with anxiety years ago, or whatever. There were a lot of days I had to fake it till I made it. Right? I had to. I didn't feel like doing anything at all, but I did those things because I'm like, look, these are things that I have to do. I don't want to do them, but I'm gonna do them. But when you write things down and you see it, because then what you don't really realize, but I'm sure you do, when you wrote those things down. Okay. So we just had a we had a we, camera B go out. We had camera B go out. You know we're gonna keep rolling. We're gonna keep rolling. This this is how I know we're talking about some powerful stuff. Okay, we just knocked the whole camera over. 
The energy is crazy. It's crazy. Fight the flight. We're still rolling. We're still rolling. But when you write things down, right, especially how you how you did it, mm-hmm. now it lives on a piece of paper. But it's mm-hmm. it was like so there was something that you were thinking about that wasn't in the world before in terms of like how you view like what goals or whatever you want, you know, you want to accomplish. But it was just it was just a thought. Right. Everything starts with a thought. But when you put it on paper, it's something about being able to visualize it and see it. And it's real. It's tangible. You can touch it. You can yeah. rip it. If you don't like what you wrote, you can rip it and you can mm-hmm. write it again. But it's, it lives. Mm-hmm. Even in the most minuscule way, it lives. And there's power in that. And guess what else is in that that I believe? There's momentum. Because now I can, okay, I can see it. I can touch this. I can do whatever. So um, so I wrote, I wrote a book. Well, I, I mean, I've got uh, what? Just the, the the ending to to really to soak up, but uh, so it's going to be out. It'll be uh, in a, about a month or so, right? Nice. It's called "Until the Shadows Fade." Is what it's called by Dimitri Colbert. I'm going to tell you guys to get it. We'll, we'll check that out later, <laughs> right? Okay. But so when I was thinking about, because I had been thinking about writing this type of a book about ang- anxiety, perseverance, overcoming, and all those things for a long, long time, mm-hmm. my life essentially. Yeah. And I I would get so far as to. Be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it, right? Because it's always been in my head. I'm gonna do it, right? It was un, it wasn't until I put something on a piece of paper, and what I put on a piece of paper was just the title. Really? That's it. That's all. That the title lived by itself there for months. Wow. Just the title, just the title, like it, and it was there for months, right? In a composition notebook. Yeah. Too cheap to get the expensive ones. I wanted the cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's the same thing. Right. <laughs> But then after a while, I kept looking at it. I kept looking at it. And I'm like, I'll be damn it. I'm tired of just looking at this title here. What goes below this? Right. I had to start writing. I did. And. The rest is history. (sighs) Good. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But the the power of when you wrote wrote those things down, you put it in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you. Like you're manifesting it now, mm-hmm. right? You're manifesting it now, and momentum, 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 momentum. I always look at it, look at it as a, a snowball, a small one, starting at the top of the hill or the mountain, and you get a little bit of momentum. Maybe it's wind or whatever it is, and it kind of pushes you down that hill, mm-hmm. right? the The further you go down the hill, the bigger you get. If you're a snowball, because you're going to envelop a lot of things that are around you, but right. also, but yeah, you're not, not just snow obstacles too right speed bumps sticks dirt a deer you know right you're gonna pick up all and then by the time you really get down towards the bottom you're unstoppable you're an unstoppable force Mm -hmm. it's kind of how life goes it's how i think how i look at it that's how i look at it okay so (laughs) we're gonna so with the 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 phd program Mm -hmm. right i know there had to be and i know you're you're very candid you'll tell me the truth you'll tell me the truth absolutely right I know there had to be times where you wanted to quit, where it got really, really tough, right? Yeah. So what did you do during those times? Yeah. When you felt unsure, you maybe wavered a bit. Tell me tell me how you got through those times, right? Or, you know, just tell me, tell me about those times. I mean, I think that I've definitely ran into that more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the pandemic, you kind of have to shift gears. One of the things I love doing most is being in the lab and actually doing experiments sure. and collecting data and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic, now I've had to kind of switch gears and yep. um, try to learn more bioinformatics and coding, okay. you know. Okay. Okay. And that's just so far out there. Sounds from, like it, yeah. You know, Sounds what like I was trained to do, know how to do, and... Mm-hmm. So, and then you have to teach yourself because it's not like there's classes going yeah. on right now. Yeah. And so it's like constantly fighting a battle of frustration in your own head because, mm-hmm. you know, when things aren't going right and you're just trying to grab at straws to figure out, like, guess the answer right, right. It feels like sometimes, right. you know? Yeah. And then, so it's definitely like a mind game. You have to mm-hmm. mentally just remind yourself that, you know, like even... I always like what I tell myself in my head as well. I learned 99 ways how not to code that kind of like I'm uh, that's, who is it, the light bulb. <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. That's so powerful. Mm-hmm. 
it's so it's the way you it's the way you said it. You're like, you know, I, well, I found 99 ways not to do it, right? So first off, it's a little little levity. You're like, all right, you take a little bit of pressure off yourself, right? right. Oh, well, shit, I <laughs> I messed up two thousand times. Like, okay, like let's go for two thousand and one, right? Right. So you first off, you humanize yourself. You're like, yeah, I'm a human. I messed up. Like, okay, whatever. However many times. Mm-hmm. Really, really important, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta laugh at yourself. Yeah. You do because if you don't, you're gonna cry, <laughs> right. right? So sometimes yeah. you gotta laugh to keep from crying, and also, you know, what you what you did with that, I believe, gave yourself, like, uh, almost in terms of like you gave yourself a, a push, like you were your own coach in a way, and and what I mean by that is you're like, you know what, I found this many ways how not to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't I keep finding ways not to do it until I do it, right? Exactly. So you gave your, so I think in that, what I got was lighthearted perseverance though, mm-hmm. which is super powerful. Yeah. Right? Because if you have that mentality, and I say it all the time, I know, and no, I'm not plugging the book, I'm not, <laughs> but that until type of mentality, mm-hmm. you're you're bound to win at some point. Right. Might not be on the, you know, the timeline that you, you, you first laid out, mm-hmm. you know, might be longer than that and that's part of the problem too is that we set ourselves up um by putting these time constraints on everything if i'm not here by there it's a failure excuse me right the how many years of work you put in and then you know maybe a year after your timeline you get exactly what you want right isn't it still worth it absolutely yeah right so i think that's very important you gotta you gotta take it easy on yourself sometimes because we are our own worst enemies Mm -hmm. a lot especially when we're not getting to or we're not evolving or or winning, if you will, as fast as we think we should. Who the hell are we to know when we're sp- <laughs> like, yeah. who do you think you are? You know what I mean? Like, I tell myself that all the time when I get upset sometimes like, damn, this is not going as fast or, you know, as quickly as I want to or whatever. Right. And then I, I sit back and I think and I joke a little bit myself like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're a chunky country boy from North Carolina <laughs> and on Hinestown Farm. Like who would like, right? Yeah. But you have the option, you have the power to be great, but you got to give that time. Mm-hmm. This is this is not a easy bake oven situation. Right. It's not a this, this purpose is life. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Right. I see you got your cross trainers on. Are you running? <laughs> I'm about to run out of here. <laughs> right. Right. And that that's 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 really powerful. Very, very much so. Very much so. So yeah. let's transition just a little bit. And we'll go to, of course, uh, with this pandemic situation going on here. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of misinformation and of many things, of course, I know not. And it seems as though most medical doctors, they're, they're not sure about everything. I mean, they're doing the best they can. They're doing an amazing job, but there's just so much unknown. Right. Right. What do you think that does for people's psyches when they have no idea yeah. what to believe and what to do and how to think and how to move? Should I wear it? Should I not wear the mask? Should I be inside only? Should I, you know, like... What is, oh, the, the phone, ladies and gentlemen, that is the, the watch phone. That is the watch phone. She's cooler Turn than me. She's got, the, she's got the watch phone. She's got the watch phone. That was... Um, My bad. No, no, no. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. Like, how do you think generally people are feeling right now with this um, Yeah. I pandemic? think it's a, a mental game back and forth. I know mm-hmm. that, I mean, even me with a science background now, you right. know... I definitely feel responsible for like putting forward mm-hmm. um, actions that emulate like the best practice of sure. how to um, stop the spread of the virus and deal with the virus mm-hmm. and everything like that. But at the same time, then you have your kind of mental mind game in the back of your head that's like, well, right. you know, you want to just live the your life as stress-free as possible and not sure. worry too much and yeah. you know so i think it's um created like a spectrum okay of reactions within people and you know some people just kind of give up on it and then other people on one end yeah and then you know they're totally against like i feel like a mass and everything mm-hmm. just i think just because they want others to act the same and then so right. that way everybody can act like yeah the problem isn't there and it's, then it's tiring yeah all the thoughts and of what could be what is what isn't mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot right it's a lot right and i feel like people are having a tough time 
and rightfully so, they're having a tough time trying to put the pieces together that are, they're trying to put the puzzle together that COVID broke, right? Absolutely. Their, 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 their life, the puzzle of their life that um, is one that they're very familiar with mm-hmm. up until around March-ish, going into maybe April or so. And then everything, the whole puzzle just fell on the ground. Mm-hmm. A thousand pieces. Right. They're like, hold on. Like, okay, I've spent my whole life knowing this puzzle very well. And this piece goes with that piece. But now I have no freaking idea what goes where and how and why. And they're trying to scramble. And it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot, especially people with children, and you know, mm. uh, and, uh, you know. I'm really worried about that with this. I am situation. as well. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, if someone asked me, okay, like, what is your best guess of what should be done? I have no clue. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I heard I about a woman that was a nurse, and then she had a babysitter that was coming to watch mm-hmm. her uh, infant mm-hmm. while she went to work, and mm-hmm. then um, the parents of the babysitter said, "We don't feel comfortable." With you being in a home where Mm -hmm. the mom is going to the hospital every day and being exposed to COVID. I can understand that, yeah. And then, so they had to get another babysitter. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing happened with that babysitter. And it's like, you know, then she now her mother-in-law is having to, like, live with her and... Yeesh. Yeah, and I just, you know, I didn't even think about that aspect right. until recently. I was like, wow, you know, yeah. people that are essential workers and they can't even find people to watch That is crazy. Kids, you know? Upside down, literally. People's lives upside down. Mm-hmm. Like the new norm is not normal, <laughs> right? The new norm <laughs> there is, is far, no normal. <laughs> right, exactly, right? Oh, my God. I mean, I hope, I hope hopefully, prayerfully, we come out of this, you know, Uh, better than before, stronger than before. And with maybe a semblance of, I guess you could say retrospect about, because this is a time where like COVID is an equal opportunity employer. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And the one percenters, they have to deal with it just as, just like everyone else. Right. Yes. So it, even the playing field in that regard, like doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah. Maybe you can take a few more precautions, but uh, mm-hmm. you're still um, just as you know susceptible as I am, right? Right, and I and so I think it brings people together if you allow it to. And it's funny and it's ironic too. Mm-hmm. It's almost paradoxical because isolation, mm-hmm. right? Six feet of distance at least, mm-hmm. but to be a hundred percent safe or close to one hundred percent safe, stay at home, mm-hmm. isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. that's one thing that I really am worried about with a lot of people, especially, uh, you know, people who might, you know, have anxiety or depression or whatever there. And they're like, I have to isolate. Yeah. You know, um, what am I going to do? And right. so I have to. So you mean I have to just sit here all day with my thoughts? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me? Like, yeah. Hold on. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. so, but so you have to build up, you know, a tolerance and you have to start, you know, doing some activities and things like that or whatever. And even if you don't want to do them, that's when they're most important. Yeah. When you don't want to do them is when, you know, they're most important. You gotta even just the the small things, the arbitrary things, grocery store, you know, or having it brought in or but I mean just, you know, brushing your teeth and, you know, reading the paper and all that that stuff is necessary because those little those small things, they um they give you even if just a slight bit of normalcy, mm-hmm. right? What you're used to, and I think that can that can help a lot. But I know it's tough, especially for people who, let's say, they have therapists or whatever, right? Right. Unless uh, okay, unless they have an option where they're video chatting, mm-hmm. which is possible, but it's not prevalent, mm-hmm. and especially the way this thing swept through, um, a lot of people were unprepared. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. You know. So they might even, they might even have the avenue or the outlet that they usually are, that they're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So that's tough too. But we there's there's also some good in this. Well, okay, don't you know? Let me get this. Let me get this right. I don't. I, yeah, yeah. Right. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want anybody going to the the company page like, what do you mean there's good in this? <laughs> I'm sending my shirt back that I got from you. Right. I'm not wearing these socks. Anymore. Right. Exactly. Fight the flight socks. They're out of here. <laughs> Become, they become dish rags forever. <laughs> That's it forever, right? So, um, it's an opportunity though during this time to do something that most people have never done 
or if they have, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. You got to sit down and get to know yourself again. Absolutely. That's, I think that's one of the things that can, can be, you know, a positive out of this situation is it's kind of forcing you to sit down with yourself. Mm-hmm. We're so busy. It's 2020. Everyone's going here, there, everywhere. I mean, I can't even imagine how busy you are, you know, with everything that you have, that you're doing with the, you know, with the PhD and all that good stuff uh, in the virology lab. I really like that word. Yeah. Is that, is that, I, I kind of right like word? that word virology? too. Yeah. Virology. It rolls yeah. off the tongue well. It does. It has a, a bit of panache to yeah. it, right? But you have to, it's, it's, a, it's making you, forcing you to sit down with yourself because when you have everything going on, I got to, you know, make sure the kids are okay. I got to do this. I got to do that. Uh, work laundry, everything else or whatever, and you're, you're in a routine. Mm-hmm. COVID busted that routine all the way up. Yeah. Completely. Like to the point where what 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 is routine? What is that? What is normal? What is that? I have mm-hmm. no clue anymore. Right. And sometimes but, I find myself getting lost in like the new normal. Like mm-hmm. I'll talk to people and I'll say like, gosh, like why do I just feel like so lonely, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, my friends and they'll remind me like, well, because I mean, this has never happened before, you know, normally like what would we be doing right now if the pandemic wasn't going on? Yep. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that kind of makes you feel a little better to think about, okay, like, no, this is just situational. This isn't going to be forever. You know, things may like change some, but we're not going to be, you know, forced to be stuck at home yeah or... all the time yeah. yeah yeah i think there's a little there's uh there's community in this isolation oddly because you don't have to assume if people are going through what you're going through in reference to being isolated because they are mm-hmm. they're kind of forced to to a yeah. certain degree so i think it gives people just a maybe even just a slight reprieve like all right cool okay you know before when i was dealing with that i thought i was the only one in the world like i felt so isolated but I know everybody else is going through it. It's, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a great thing, but at least I don't feel by myself, right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a really really big and powerful uh, thing about community, mm-hmm. and we're a communal people, right? Built to be around each other, right? Absolutely. I, I mean, like we we spend a lot of time with people we don't even like. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if we do that, then I'll be damned <laughs> if we don't want to spend time with people that we do enjoy, right? Yeah. So, but we're, like, in every facet of life, if you look at it, my humble opinion only, <laughs> we, um, like, there's there's power in numbers, and everyone wants to be a part of something. Sororities, fraternities, sports, mm-hmm. right? Um, associations. Um, I mean... Every, every, everybody yeah. wants to be a part of I mean, the teachers as well, you know, they, they're kind of coagulate with each other and they become this whole force like yeah. this, right? <laughs> this educational fist will knock out, right? <laughs> they, they enjoy it and it's, it's, it's natural to a certain degree. And yeah, you have an introvert here, there, or whatever, but I bet you, you put them in that, uh, that nucleus around those other people and they're interested in what the other people are interested in too. They're going to be with that group and they're going to want to be Absolutely. because we're communal. Yeah. So, this is also throwing people for a loop, this whole, you know, COVID situation mm-hmm. because it's forcing people to kind of be apart. But, you know, thank goodness for technology, you know, mm-hmm. FaceTime and all that good stuff or whatever. Yeah. That's that's important. That's powerful. Um, fight the fighters. You just got to keep fighting. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because this too shall pass. I promise you the sun will come up. Right. It might be a while. Right. It might be a little while. OK. But. We'll get through this, and uh, I think we can come out better on the other side in a lot of ways. And, 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 stronger, and stronger, absolutely stronger, and in every in every way too, mentally stronger as well. Mm-hmm. Right? It's something very um, refreshing, almost holistic about mm-hmm. having to sit down with yourself and get mm-hmm. to know yourself again. Yeah. Right. It, it's something very. Uh, Something powerful about that. Mm-hmm. Something necessary about that too. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if I know myself, then you know, I'm pretty sure that I can achieve more and do more and help more mm-hmm. because I'm in a good place myself. Right. Right. And especially like what you were going through, because you mm-hmm. uh, 
were like attached with someone, you were like, I'm going to pair my life with somebody. Sure. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. you really have to get to know yourself (laughs) after that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had to. In one way. I had to sit it on down. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what mom used to always tell me. Yeah. She's like, boy, you're doing too much outside. (laughs) Get in this house and sit it on down. I never really got it, too. I'm like, why am I in timeout? What the hell is this? Why do I have to sit it on down? What was she doing? Right. Was it punishment? Right. Mm, on the surface. Mm-hmm. Let's dig a little deeper, though. Yeah. When, you think, when I think about it now, so I was, you know, acting a fool, doing something, I don't know, jumping off a tree or something. I was on the <laughs> farm. I was, right, I'm outside. I'm trying to lift weights with paint cans. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> Yeah, and my grandmother's walking stick. I put paint cans on either side. Oh, on the walking stick? Yeah, wasted $40 worth of paint. My grandfather was pissed. He was like, what are you doing? Did they spill? Yeah, one of them is spilled on the side. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, Granddaddy. I apologize. Oh, man. The stories about your grandfather. Side note. Oh, my God. Stories about your grandfather. When I I got tons of gas station where somebody tried to. Mug oh him. yeah, they tried to they tried to rob him on the way back from Virginia, going back to Jacksonville, North Carolina. He stopped at a rest stop, or no, excuse me, a gas station at the state line between Virginia and North Carolina. If I remember correctly, and my memory doesn't fail me, it was Skippers, Virginia. Skippers, uh, right off of I ninety five, right. So he goes there as just him and my grandmother. My grandfather is, you know, he's a man's man. You know, fix everything <laughs> with his hand. You know. Um, even got, you know, his thumb cut off as a, as a, as a kid and still finished chopping the wood with his cousin before he went to the hospital. That's what he said. Who knows? All right. All right. So anyway, some, some, you know, some kids who were, you know, acting like punks, uh, they tried to, you know, shake my grandfather down in the store, rob him, that kind of stuff or whatever. My grandmother, sweet old Perlan Hines, she's sitting in the car and she has no idea what's going on. It's about to go down in this gas station right now. Yes. And um, she has no clue. She's listening to gospel, right, or something like that. I don't know. She's probably trying to figure out what Facebook is or whatever. Because <laughs> apparently she's uh, like a super user on Facebook now. I don't know what happened, Granny, but I appreciate you. Wow. Right. Yeah, she's doing her thing. So anyway, uh, the kids try to, uh, they try to, you know, rob my grandfather. And my grandfather's a particular kind of guy. He's a short guy, too. He's only about maybe five, six or something like that or whatever. But he has the heart of a lion, you know, and he has the mentality of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, or somebody like that or whatever, right? So the guy, so my, and he carries around blades at all times. He's that guy. Fishes, all that good stuff or whatever. So he always has blades on him, right? A few of them. <laughs> oh. And he always, and now I, now I know why he always wears cargo shorts because they have like a lot of pockets. So oh. we can have, right, right, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. I was like, I just thought he had no style. I was like, (laughs) 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 right. (laughs) Granddaddy, we need to talk. Right, right. Hold on. You can't laugh at Matt Hines. Only I can, okay? (laughs) No. So anyway, what happened was, so these kids kind of surround him, you know, back by this cooler. and tell him, hey, old man, you know, give me the money. Give me, you know, give me the wallet. Give me whatever. And so he, and the whole time they're, they're saying this and they're forming a circle around him. He's already got one hand in his pocket. They have no idea what he's doing. They're thinking maybe he's reaching for a phone or something, right? And the clerk, and my grandfather told me after the fact that the clerk is looking like with the eyes like, I wish I could help you, but I'm scared mm-hmm. of shit right now. So I'm going to stay here. Right. <laughs> and he tells, and my grandfather says, and with, in, in, un, in no uncertain terms, he says to, this, to these kids, if you can get to me in my wallet before I can get to this razor that's in my pocket and cut you so thin they can't even fry you, <laughs> then you deserve to get to me. That's all he said. And there were three kids, two of them. And they, these, what I mean, my kids, these kids were, I mean, they were like 17, 18. Like they were pretty much grown technically. And around what age was your grandfather at the time? Um, probably around 60, 60 oh, wow. something. Yeah. Right. And so the two kids, he, he put the fear of God in them when he said that because yeah. he was so calm with it too. Mm-hmm. They're like, what is this? Hold on. Yeah. Right. Like, hold on. Ninja. This, right. Are you the equalizer? Are you Denzel? Are you? <laughs> is that you? Who are you? Right. This is John Wick with the knife. What do you mean? <laughs> so, but there's one kid who's bold and he's like, nah, like, I don't care. Like, you know, give me the money or whatever. And so my grandfather just, he took the knife out. He didn't even, you know, he didn't 
lunge at the guy. He just took it out and let him see. He's like, this is, I'm, I'm serious. This is what I mean. And then boom, they all booked. They took the hell off. They're gone out of the store. Right. And so my grandfather, just like everything's normal. He goes right back, gets his soda, you know, gets granny, whatever she wanted from the store, goes up to the counter and he's not, he's not shaking at all. Right. And, but the cashier, like they're going through it. Oh my God, it almost happened. Are you okay? <laughs> Should I call the authorities? It's like, no, 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 no. Just kids acting like kids. He was like, but you know, I will tell you this. If I didn't have my wife with me, <laughs> I would have made a U-turn and drove down that street that they ran down and sprinkled all them fools. <laughs> I said, what? So this is how you know how old he is. Okay. Sprinkle. That, I guess that meant gunfire back in the day, back in his day, in the 1950s, oh. 60s, or 70s. Right. I was like, sprinkle? What are you yeah. talking Are you hungry or something? <laughs> nah. No, no, right. A salt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't, I, we got on a tangent with that story. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But, but no. So, anyway, that's, and that's where I come from, the country, you know, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But really, so what it was is that, or what it, what it is, really. We so I love I love that you brought the story up because it, it was a funny one and so you got to laugh with this thing what we're going through right now right mm-hmm. what everybody's going through right and you have to be able to give yourself a break sometimes take your time refocus recalibrate and take your gloves off the ones that you're hitting yourself with mm. the gloves that you need right for life they're a different kind of glove. But uh, if you continue to beat yourself up, then you will have no endurance or energy left for what life has for you. So you got to put on the proper gloves and you got to start hitting the right target. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've beaten yourself up enough in life. Just speaking in generalities, um, you got to give yourself a break, right? You got to give Absolutely. yourself a break. Uh, and you got to realize that, yeah, it's cliche. So what? So what? Positivity will always trump negativity if you allow it to, but there has to be action involved as well. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that the hard way. It's got to be action involved. I can want the best things in the world for everyone, right? Including myself. Mm -hmm. But I got to, I got to, I got to move, right? It's got to to be action, right? Because uh, faith without works is dead. So it's got to be action as well. Where are we at? We are 9.55. Oh, we're doing well. We're doing well. We're right on time. <laughs> if we end it right at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be mad because your punctuality will then again trump mine. I can't do it. I won't let you do it. Punctuality in, punctuality right, out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. 10 p.m. She's going to run out of here. Yeah. <laughs> right. But An- Another podcast again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got another place to go. Right. I'll be, I got to be there at 10.07. So, you know. Right. So, okay. So, let's let's... Let's kind of end this on a uh, on a positive note, which the whole thing has been positive. But yeah. So, what would you, what advice, or just what words would you give to people in terms of now? This is kind of a, a slight shift, maybe a small tangent. Who are almost there in terms of being actionable mm-hmm. in their goal, their dream, their purpose, but they haven't jumped quite yet. You're saying like they've already identified their purpose. Like so they, yeah, so they're they're themselves. aware, mm-hmm. at least semi-aware. Mm-hmm. They know the realm, right? But they're not right. They don't know exactly what it is yet, right? But they're, and they're still playing double mm-hmm. dutch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I what think, would you say to them? Right. I think um, first steps are um, not as important as the direction. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I think so many times people will sit there and evaluate what they're what they're doing or what their next step should be oh, yeah. for too long, especially in a broader topic like we're talking about purpose, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. if you're looking at the top of the staircase, you're going to miss the first step, <laughs> you know, and you just you have to. That was powerful. I liked it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just have to take that first step. And I think I never would have even done a PhD if I first, like I was a chemistry tutor, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. then once I was trying to help people, um, 
like be more passionate about chemistry and right. you know trying to like get people motivated about chemistry right. in turn i was motivating myself and then i was refining what i wanted to do and you know like all those steps along the way i learned so much in and like was the chemistry tutor directly related to phd in biology absolutely not i right. do nothing with chemistry i have right you know I, they got calculators online for all that stuff, <laughs> yeah, right, right. like i right. really don't have to do a lot of chemistry in right. there um besides don't burn anything yeah down, you know? yeah hopefully not right <laughs> right. right yeah right. no but i think just um that is like the number one thing that comes to my mind mm -hmm. and i mean the other thing that comes to mind is after you take those first steps it's staying motivated and what keeps you motivated and you know those are questions I ask myself all the time because my biggest fear is that I'm going to revert back to the person mm -hmm. that didn't think that I could do this or didn't think that right you know I could xyz sure so sure you know trying to keep yourself in a good headspace that's and knowing yourself important mm -hmm. it is it is so you know what is a good thing about how far you've come so far, you've built up a callus. Um, and what I mean by that, um, and you built up endurance, right? Mm -hmm. So every now and again, of course, there's going to be days like, ah, I'm not doing shit today. I yeah. know I could be, I should be probably, yeah. but I'm not doing it right. But, right. but you, but you've done enough of what you're supposed to do to the point where now, uh, even just having a, a lax day of not doing anything or whatever, it's just a day. It's not your default any longer. Mm -hmm. Your default now is I'm I'm going full tilt 100% and I'm grinding, right, most of the time. Right. So your default changed. Mm -hmm. So now even if you have a day or two where you're like, ah, I'm not sure or whatever, or am I going to revert back? No, no, no. It's not your default anymore. Right. Because you've gone through the mud mm. and grinded for so long Yeah. that now it is a part of who you are, the yeah. grind. And what you said earlier, too, is very important a few minutes ago about, like, what I got from it is you don't have to know the destination necessarily. Exactly. But you got to get in the car and you got to go. Mm -hmm. Or you got to walk. You got to go though. Yeah. Right. So, and I think that's what, that's what trips up a lot of people. What tripped me up many a times, mm -hmm. many a times. Mm -hmm. I scraped my knees. I don't know how many times with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, I have to know exactly what it is. Yeah. That I want to do 100%. I got to be able to, you know, eloquently say it. I got to be able to talk about it. I got to be able to write it down. I got to be able to know exactly what it is. I want bullet points. Right. I need to know exactly right. what it is. No, you don't. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're going in the right direction, a lot of times it will find you. Mm -hmm. It will find you. Right. Isn't it funny when, and this is, I don't know, this is me just spitballing, but you ever lose your keys before? All the time. All the time? All the time. Yeah. yeah. I do that often yeah. as well. <laughs> right and it's so weird that every time i lose my keys and i look frantically for those keys yeah. i cannot find them i right. cannot find them when i sit back and, and i say forget it I, I just lost the keys then yep when i stop looking for them i'll be damned yeah i find them <laughs> Right. That's it's, always how it seems to go. I don't understand what that is. I don't is that some yeah. cosmic thing or I don't know what that is, but yeah. so I think it's I think your purpose is like that too, right? In a way. You think so hard about it, right? And you want to put some thought into it for sure. But while you're thinking, you gotta be walking, you gotta be working, you gotta be doing mm -hmm. right. Um and changing your your mindset as well. And so as soon as you take the pressure off of, I have to know exactly what it is. I got to find it right now. Mm -hmm. Right. As soon as you stop looking for those keys, you will unlock everything. Right. Unlock everything. It's the journey of cleaning your whole place until you find Exactly. Your keys. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Then you find the fruit roll up from 2007 somewhere. Right. The yeah. Coins for the coin. Storage. Yeah, exactly. 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 Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Brittany, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. One thousand and one percent. Thank you for your punctuality, pull it up right on time, <laughs> and uh, thank you for your wisdom and your, you know, just your intellect and your grind. I see it on your face. Your grind is yeah. unstoppable right now. Thank you. Yeah, unstoppable. Same to you. I mean, I'm doing all right. It's good to it's good to see you know people like 
years later, and then you yeah. know you got all these new things going on. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. You know? right. I'm, I'm on the you way. Lost up. some weight. Oh, oh come on! What do you? <laughs> just the shirt. It's the shirt, ladies and gentlemen. It's the shirt. They said it was slim fit. I'm not sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you so much. Um, you've always been very good friend, and very fun, like. We're gonna have to do another podcast. Where we just tell jokes because you're hilarious. Like you're <laughs> stage worthy, you. hilarious. Yeah, you know yeah. we always talked about doing the comedy show thing, and then you did it. Yeah, and yep. I didn't. You yeah. know, well, I dropped the ball on that. I hey, still want to do it. Right. Hey, look, when this opens back up, or maybe we got to do it with a mask or something like that, or whatever. Right. Look, we can do it. We can do it. I know all the people around here too. I know yeah. Debbie Atwater, all of them, or whatever. Yeah, I can get you in touch. We can do it. We, yeah, you know what? We can do it. it. We will do it. When the time presents right. itself and it's right, we will do it, right? We're talking um, we're talking direction, right? And we're talking about what it is and not what it could be, right? Because it could be anything, but no. We're going to start doing these things, right? The, the word, yes. There's so much power. There's so much power in words, mm-hmm. right? We have to take those, those words seriously, so we're going to do that. Fight the flighters. That's all we have for today. I think it was enough. It was by far enough. Brittany pulled up and just Thank shut the mic down. <laughs> shut the mic down. Absolutely. You're welcome anytime. This will not be our only time. There will be another time down the road where I'm like, you know, hey, BB, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, let's talk, right? Yeah, Fight sure. the flighters. Uh, let me know, you know, in the comments and on the, the website and, you know, everywhere else. Let me know. What what next? What guest you would like for me to have on next? Maybe what type of uh, what type of position or where they are in life and things like that. Uh, you guys have been great, you know, commenting on the website and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, she, this is going to be a hard act to follow. How dare you do so well? How dare you? Is this your first time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, this is my first time being really? on the podcast. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. did very well. Did Thank very you. well. Surprised me. Surprise me. And I have no idea what I'm doing. And she still came through. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Right. So uh, that is all we have. Thank you all again. Fight the flighters. We appreciate you. You know my slogan. It is mine. Hope you appreciate us. Thank you. That is all we got. Until next time, everyone stay safe. Uh, And lastly, but certainly not least, let's get some justice for Breonna Taylor. Thank you very much. Fight the flight. We're out. Peace.